A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. Um, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. You want to just do like. Uh, two-person therapy yeah uh okay let me get started i actually have a lot of stories today so i'm gonna get through them the first story it kind of reminded me a little bit of the batman case i know what you're you know what I'm gonna I, do? I, well yeah one of our listeners sent us this no i found it on my own she may have sent it to you what? <laughs> she did one of our listeners sent me this in instagram and in the dms okay so An Alabama man was shot by his wife's boyfriend who was secretly living in the couple's home. The Mobile County Sheriff's Office said the wife told her husband that an intruder was in their home Sunday night and he armed himself with a gun. The men shot each other and both went to the hospital. Now, the guy... Michael Amaker, who is the boyfriend for over a year, had been living at the house shortly before the shooting. She had been allowing him to stay within the home for just a couple of days and was providing him with food. There were bottles of urine in the room because he wasn't leaving to go to the bathroom. (laughs) So he's just like in a guest house or like a guest room in the back of the house or something. Right. He's in the house, but he's not leaving the room that he's right. that he's hiding in. But that's a little more risky than an attic. Yeah. And what what Otto would do, what Otto Sandhuber did in the Batman case story is he was hiding in the attic, but he would go use the bathroom and eat food while the husband went to work. Yes. So The sheriffs haven't uncovered a motive for the wife telling her husband that he was an intruder, but they did say she was too intoxicated to be interviewed after the shooting. So this just sounds like she got pissed, right? (laughs) Yeah, or... um, Or she got busted and had to say something. Right, like, I wasn't fucking him. He's He's an an intruder. intruder. Or maybe she was hoping that he would uh, pull out a gun and shoot her husband. This bitch loves drama. Or, or, <laughs> or she's just a messy bitch who lives for drama. She does. Okay. Um, so we kind of touched on this, and I thought I would just mention it since it's food-related. I think we mentioned it on the after show maybe. that This is a study about eating one hot dog takes 35 minutes off of your life. So every hot dog you eat, first of all, I'm always like, how do these fucking studies work? This is a bullshit Did study. They, because no one's keeping track of their hot dogs. <laughs> and then when they die, going, it was 44. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, how do they... These are... This study is just like a clickbait study it's, to me. It's totally a clickbait study. I don't know who's funding these studies. I think what they're doing is based... They, they created um, a health burden and an environmental impact scale for over 5,000 foods in the U.S. diet. And I think basically they deduced that the hot dog was the worst one, probably because it's full of like preservatives and I guess. whatnot. I would, I find that hard to believe because they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Based on my scale. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really get it. 
this type of study, but I felt like I had to mention it because I find these kind of studies odd to begin with. Who's deciding to do this? Why would you even go after hot dogs? Yeah, stop slandering hot dogs. go away. Okay, in less light news, uh, today a a really huge indictment came down on porn star Ron Jeremy. I saw that. He was indicted... on over 30 counts of sexual assault, assault, which involved 21 women over the past two decades. This is a mega case. Yeah. This is going to be a big deal. Now, obviously, he pled not guilty to uh, these counts, which include things like forcible rape, forcible oral copulation, sexual battery. I mean, pretty fucked up shit if he, if the, if he is convicted. So uh, there's no real news... This has kind of been lurking around for a while, but today he officially was um, charged with these things. So we'll definitely keep following that case and see what happens there. Another follow-up to a story that we covered last month, the Tom Girardi uh, Real Housewives case. So today, um, new new things were revealed in his bankruptcy case filing, and it's a pretty... He has a pretty massive debt. He has over $101 million in, uh, I'm sorry, $101 million in debt right now in this bankruptcy case. How do you even get that much debt? How This is how you get it. Because when you're rich, banks loan you a lot of fucking money, even though you probably shouldn't be loaned money. And it's like, we can't get a loan for (laughs) $10,000. They're throwing this fucking idiot tens of million dollars, thinking he's going to win more big cases. And they're out. They're out in the shitter. They're out of it, out of luck. And you know what? Fuck them. If they give loans like that to rich people and get fucked over, oh well. Like that's what happens. So yeah, I mean that's a shocking amount of debt. Yeah, I thought for sure. Um, so yeah, just a little update on that one. Another update on a former story that we did. The club kids bid final farewell to party monster killer Michael Alec this past weekend. The party is officially over, according to the New York Post. (laughs) Club kids bid their final farewell to the troubled but legendary club promoter who passed away in December of 2020. I thought he died so much long. December 2020 is 8,000 years ago in my mind. I agree. Now, on Saturday, last Saturday, his recent party protege, Jason Chaos, and longtime supporter, Rachel Kane, paid their respects by hosting an outlaw, outlaw, outlaw party in Coney Island. It also served as a rap party for um, Duke of New York, which is, was his last film. We said our prayers to say goodbye. Everybody had a toast, and then Hurricane Henri came rolling in. There was something about it all with the dark clouds. It felt like it was taking him away and setting him free. It was the first outlaw party that never got busted by the police, but sure got busted by the hurricane. Now, Kane and the club kids were recently caught in a messy battle with Alex's mother, Elkie Blair, over who would keep his ashes. Blair told the New York Post in January that she was trying to bully them over where he would eventually be laid to rest. I got turned into Cruella de Vil. <laughs> why these kids have not changed since 1990 but in my mind they're like exactly the same even though they're 50 but no one could please Elkie so Jason and I needed a final release uh, <laughs> Chaos told them that he didn't bring up anything about the ashes the last time he saw the mom <laughs> 
what a good guy. <laughs> um, and they're talking again. So yeah, they put him to rest. Obviously, we know this case. He was convicted in 1996 after he murdered Andre Angel Melendez. And he died of a drug overdose on Christmas Eve 2020. So that's, I guess he's he's laid to rest. Now I have two little small cat stories for us before we get into the Robert Durst thing. Did you know that... Do you remember the cat that ran on the field in the Orioles-Yankee game like last month? Yes. Did you know that the Orioles have lost 19 straight games since then <gasps> and they consider it the, the, the curse of the cat? <laughs> They've lost 19 straight yes. games? Yes. I read a whole... I'm not going to get into this whole article, but I, I, I was like searching for cat news and this was the thing that kept popping up. <laughs> People believe that there was a curse of the cat because that was the last time... I think they lost that game and then they haven't won a game since the cat ran on the field. Oh 19 God. straight games is... A lot of games. That's a lot. Uh, so yeah, they're hoping they're doing everything they can, everything they can to break this curse of the cat. <laughs> Maybe this is like that cat was their Billy Goat. Yeah, I, I mean, not I was, that the Orioles were ever have. I mean, I don't know the last time the Orioles were in the playoffs. Do you? No, but certainly losing nineteen games in a row is bad for even a bad team. That's alarming. Yeah, that's alarming. Now the other story I saw was one from the Kentucky local news channel WLWT5. And what the fuck? Why is this not... I hate when there's like a pop-up ad and it won't close. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Anyway, I'm just going to... I really want this quote, though. Basically, what happened is kids at this at this school, this local school, started showing up dressing and acting like cats. The superintendent told... I'm sorry. How old are these kids? It's a high school. Oh. High school kids. <laughs> okay. So they're really alarmed because technically it's not breaking the dress code. But the, of course, like, you know, fucking schools, there are like anything that's sort of breaking the norm, they need to put a fix on quick. Right. Now, the funny part was parents and grandparents, I guess some grandparents raising the kids, they're very upset and disturbed by this. One grandmother who asked to be remained anonymous told WLKY, apparently from what I understand, they're called furries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're dressing up like furries. I don't think so. She said they identify with animals. These people will hiss at you or scratch at you if you don't, if they don't like something you're doing. I think this is like their, that's their fursona. These cats. I I feel like I feel like a lot of people don't know what the word furry means. Yeah. Like I think they think there's a separate it's not a sexual thing necessarily. And it right. might be. I don't know. Like, is there a non-sexual furry kind of club or click that happens? Where you just like, I'm like a big cat enthusiast. I like to dress like as a cat or like another wolf or whatever. Um, she said she had been hearing rumblings about this last year, but it got really bad when they went back to school this year. I have two grandkids in school and my grandkids didn't want to go to school anymore. Wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't even her grandkids dressing like a cat? No, it's She's her, worried about the influence? Her kids are, her grandkids are scared of these cat people. <laughs> well, they need to fucking grow up. <laughs> so obviously everyone's trying to fix this situation and make sure that these kids are no longer allowed to dress and act like cats. Why? I, I mean, I mean, unless they're, they're not allowed to scratch people. Okay. I th- will say that. Okay. Even if they get pet on the belly. <laughs> if they're scratching people and it's like, you know, yeah, that's not good. 
if they're taking a shit in the quad, that's right. probably not good. No. They're not allowed to shit in the long jump pit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be very funny. Scratch, scratch. What? Uh, I buried it. Okay. So we got an email from a listener named Robin. She said, Hiya, HCS. I cannot believe this fantastic detail about star witness Nick Shavin hasn't come up more during the trial coverage. Now, the trial coverage, meaning the Robert Durst trial. She sent us a link to a Rolling Stone article. I have it open, and I'm just going to... She gave us some quotes, but I'm just going to go through the rest of it. Now, as we all know, um, Robert Durst is currently on trial for murdering his close friend, Susan Berman. Uh, As we know in the past, he's been accused of murdering people who might convict him or might be a witness against him. So this guy, Chauvin, is a witness in the case. He came to LA and had to be under security from the moment he landed. That's how seriously the judge is taking witnesses in this case, worried that um, he will actually kill these people who come and testify against him. Like from jail? Yeah, somehow. Um, According to the Deputy District Attorney John Lewin, he told the judge, Durst kills witnesses. When pushed into a corner, he murders people. Now, Chauvin's name wasn't originally made public until he walked into the courtroom to protect him from whatever they fear Durst would do. According to Chauvin's testimony, before her death, Berman told him that Durst had admitted to killing his wife. In 2000, after Berman's death, those two men met for dinner in Manhattan Uh, You wanted to talk about Susan, Chauvin said. According to Chauvin's testimony, Durst answered, I had to. It was her or me. I had no choice. So he has pretty explosive uh, testimony, basically, um, you know, saying he point blank admitted it. Yeah. And I don't know. Is that hearsay still, though? Because it's just him saying he said it, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly what anything is. (laughs) I just say words from trials. Hearsay. <laughs> Order in the court. <laughs> Objection. Uh, so, I like sustained. Sustained. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah. I always I get confused. Say. I always, the things I get confused is um, sustained and what's the other one? When there's an objection. Overruled. Overruled and sustained. Yeah. I get confused. Like they're meaning. They kind of sound the same. Well, I get them reversed. Yeah. Okay. Please don't email us. Now, this guy, in addition to his connection to Robert Durst, he also has an an interesting side career. Now, he has some other big time uh, publicity job or or advertising. He's an advertising executive. But he was also. the like a roommate at some point of a guy named Kinky Friedman, who is sort of like a wavy gravy, like a I don't know what he is. He's like a wild singer songwriter, gadfly. I think he's from Texas. Um, so he just is one of those kind of figures from that period. He uh, fronted a band called Texas Jew Boys, uh, and and along with that. Release, I guess his friend Chinga Chavin also released an o- oddball album. 
album. Now, this album on the cover, Chauvin is behind a topless woman. Her face is covered by a cowboy hat. There is a guitar shaped like a toilet seat slung over his shoulder. The album was financed by Penthouse founder Bob Guccione and sold 100,000 copies. That's a lot. Yeah. Now, the album is a 1976 album called Country Porn. Now, this is what our listener got a real kick out of, and she thought that we would like. This album includes songs like Come Stains on, your, on the Pillow, Where Your Sweet Head Used to Be. Oh, so it's like parody songs. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dry humping in the back of a 55th Ford, passed down, he says in the intro, in the anal tradition. <laughs> Uh, and there's a song called Asshole from El Paso, which is sung to the tune of Oki from Muskogee. Now, I like that. Yeah. So chinga means fuck in Spanish, I guess, according to this article. I, I, I have no, I, I guess that's true. Uh, so I'm sure Rolling Stone has, a, oh, this is the album cover, by the way. I guess she sent it in the email. Wait, let me see it. Okay. Now I did pull up. The lyrics to Come Stains on My Pillow. I'm sorry, just to clarify. <laughs> the guy who wrote Come Stains on My Pillow is a star witness in the, in, Robert, Durst, in the Robert Durst trial yes. who, who's currently fearing for his life. Yes. Okay. So he has a lot going on. Now, I do feel like Come Stains on My Pillow is kind of romantic. It might have, now when I search for the lyrics, it says that it was written by David Allen Coe. He's a country music artist. Um, well, I think he wrote Take This Job and Shove It. Yeah. So he's that vein. He's also the father of the of the host of um, Cocaine and Rhinestones. Oh, right. Yeah. So uh, it says, she went away and left me. Oh, she never said a word. So it's a typical country song about being left by a woman. Well, she once said no other woman, honey, could lay up in her bed, but now there's cum stains on the pillow where she once laid her head. Is, is it his cum stains or hers? Uh, well, she laid her head on, on where they are. So did he come on her face and <laughs> drip down? Right, that's what I'm or wondering. Or was the pillow under her ass? And then she just got up and she's like, I'll lay in the wet spot. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's that kind of bitch. I mean, that would be sad to le- lose a woman like that. Right. I'd imagine. Maybe it's the woman on the cover. Now, he all, this lyric confused me. I found a true fine mama and she got some good damn head. So he was giving her good head. Yeah. But she still left him. And now he just has the cum stains on the pillow where she used to lay her head. And he won't wash that pillow. Even, would though, it's, you? even though it's presumably his cum. I, I don't know. Wash that's the, the pillow. Mis- that's the mystery of the song. Wash the pillow. Is it her cum? Well, it, I mean, it's not the same thing because you wouldn't say that's a woman's cum. It might be her juices, right? I'm sorry <laughs> to get technical. Yeah, women don't have, I mean, you might say a snail trail, but you wouldn't say a woman's cum stain. No, so it must be his cum stains. Yeah, I agree. If it's his cum, he needs to wash his pillows because why? it's like if, if, if it was like her and she's like, my, he left those cum stains, then I could see wanting to keep it. <laughs> I mean, I can't, but and it makes know, more and sense. And it's like, I understand depression. I yes. get it. You, 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 you do things that are not rational, but I'm Look, just saying as a friend, yeah. you, it's time to wash it's the pillow. It's time to wash those come stains out or throw them away probably because they're not going to come out now right they're because there's like mixed with tears (laughs) you need some shout shout it out uh so yeah i i think that's really interesting you gotta love like a a weirdo um 
eyewitness just that has this other randomly weird story. Yeah. When it's in a trial completely unrelated to that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, it did make me think I should be paying more attention to this trial, but it seemed like it was sort of nothing for a while. And now it's definitely, it seems like it's kind of picking back up well, a yeah. bit. So those are my stories. We'll keep Should you posted. We will take a break. Okay, yeah, let's take a Bye. break. Bye. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Desi, did you watch anything incredible this week? No. I. The only thing I've watched, I did mention on the after show, the Patreon after show last a few days ago, was... This show called Brand New Cherry Flavor. I do recommend it to our listener, our, our listeners, because it's really freaky. It has uh, supernatural elements. It's a Hollywood story. It's very Cronenbergy, Lynch type deal. Uh, it stars Catherine Keener, and it has kittens and cats in it. 
which oh. I was like, and, and instantly, the minute I saw a cat, I was like, oh, I'll stay around if there's a cat character. Right. And there's a bunch of cats, actually. Are they good actors? Uh, excellent. Okay. The best in the cast. <laughs> <laughs> There's some real body horror too. Like, okay, like I actually screamed once. I was like, ah, it was like disturbing but riveting. Like, yeah. So I think it's interesting enough to watch. There's not really anything to watch right now. No. I also started rewatching season two of Succession because I know it's coming back in October. Oh right. So I was like, let me refresh here while I fall asleep. That that kind of show. Yeah. I'll just turn it on when I'm going to bed. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I kind of, it's been a while. I remember season two, the ending was so good and so crazy. And I remember like screaming, knowing that we weren't going to get season three for a while. I was really upset. Um, And it was, I'm kind of glad I went back because I had forgotten a lot of how we got to that point. Right. So it was kind of interesting. I was like, oh yeah, I completely forgot about the raccoons in the chimney, like in episode one. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like, I had forgotten so much stuff. Like, so it was good to kind of revisit. I'm only on like a few episodes in, but I'll definitely probably just finish it up before it starts. So yeah, that's all I've really been watching. How about you? Well... I started watching Nine Perfect Strangers oh. on Hulu, and I've seen like people compare it. They're like, "This is a worse White Lotus," and I totally like see how that comparison could be made because it's like an ensemble cast with lots of stars, and they're at a res- they're not at a resort; they're at a wellness retreat. Yes, I don't know if it's a good show. Honestly, that's how I feel about most of the shows I've watched this year. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I'm watching it, and I definitely have enjoyed others more than Mike. But I'm like, do I like it, or is there literally nothing else to watch? Oh, and I'm fans of like everyone in the cast, pretty much. Like, I'm a fan of, right? You know, it has Melissa McCarthy and Michael Shannon, and Ooh. it's yeah. And I love Michael Shannon, and he's yeah. like plays a weirdo, and I love seeing him be a hot weirdo. Uh, it's just like, I don't, and Nicole Kidman, obviously, who coincidentally has the exact same name as, uh, one of my cats. Oh. Masha. No. (laughs) (laughs) Pick the one that's the only one that's a real name. I was trying to go with an interesting choice. (laughs) Google. (laughs) (laughs) Melon. (laughs) See, we should write for the show. That would uh, be very interesting. Um, and she's like not doing her normal accent, but she's also not really doing a Russian accent. Okay. But it's she's, something. It's it's a Nicole Kidman accent. And look, yeah. I love Nicole Kidman. She's one of my favorite actresses. I, I will watch her in anything. Uh, I'll watch her in something if I want to watch it. Okay. I mean, she... <laughs> Like, I'm not going to go see something because she's in it, for sure. No, but, but I she's do fine. like a lot of her stuff. And I do like, I just like, I've always liked her as an actress. Um, it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's not a thriller. It's not a comedy. Yeah. It's funny sometimes, but it's not, I don't know what it is. I don't know what this show I is. I saw it and there's like elements where I'm like, oh, and that's like, you know what? No, I'm just not in the mood. For some reason. For some reason, I'm like, I don't want another ensemble. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
I'm just kind of like, ah, enough already. Like, I, I don't, because that's what they're doing. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing that's happening on TV. It's like kind of like where everyone has to have their moment or something. Cause yeah. it's like they're not there for being a supporting character, all these big stars. Right. I don't know. It's just like, it's, I think it's run its course a bit uh, for me. I don't know why. I did like White Lotus, but it's kind of like, this seems so like, is this big little lies? Like, what the fuck? Is this the little fire that won't go out or whatever that <laughs> one is called? There's like so many of these now. These like vague and kind of beautiful, like satin caramel or like whatever type yeah. shows. Uh, I'm just done with them. I need some gritty shit. That's why I like that that cherry show. Yeah. It's really gritty. Um, the other thing I'm kind of curious to watch is the new American horror story called Double Feature. Mm-hmm. I still haven't figured out what it was, but I was watching some clips that people posted of um, Evan Peters singing Islands in the Stream and car- like a, like in a karaoke type thing okay. with Frances Conroy, who I like a lot as an actress. Uh, and it was really, I liked, I liked that clip. I was like, ooh, <laughs> that looks interesting. I like Evan Peters now. Uh, yeah. I'm a fangirl. I like him a lot. He's hot. Ever since Mayor, we all realized he was hot. That's when I realized it. I was like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not a teenager. I'm not going to have a crush on Evan Peters. Well, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't really know what's on what I need to be watching right now. Uh, I'm in a watching struggle. Like, I have clicked through so many movies and so many things, and nothing is quite fitting, (sighs) fitting my mood, which is very sour. By the way, yeah, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm in, like in a bad mood lately. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, be it. I'm not in the most awesome place. So everything I'm sort of like, this sucks. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't watch think, something and turn it off. I don't think I like. So take what we say with a grain of salt yeah, right now. Top, absolutely. No, I'll turn something on. I'm like, you didn't get me in the first ten minutes. I'm gone. <laughs> like, who am I? <laughs> the fucking Marie Antoinette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, uh, I wish I had some piece of media to recommend. Me too. I just don't this week. Um, so when we did our green room, Spotify green room live show this week, someone was like, someone in the the conversation, the chat text, whatever, they were like, how come you didn't talk about what you're eating on the last mini-sode? Did you see that comment? Yeah. I mean, the reason we we, explained it, we kind of explained it there, but we'll explain it here. We're on like a macro type diet plan where you have to eat like protein, carbs, and fat, but it's very limited and you have to um, stick to the plan. So yeah. it's like you have to basically cook all your own food. We're you cooking can't order everything. any food. Uh, you can't bake good things. No, because that'll <laughs> ruin your macros for the day. Yeah, so it's really complicated. So we've both just stuck to a very regimented, boring plan in order to stick to it. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, we could figure out how to squeeze a slice of pizza in. <laughs> but do we know how to do math? No. no. <laughs> so that's a problem. <laughs> Plus, also, you, you we'd probably only be able to like fit one slice of pizza in. And yeah. I don't eat one slice of pizza. Is it? Yeah, is it worth it? Maybe. Maybe in a, next week I'm going to be like, it's worth it. I'll starve all day for that one slice. Look, we're not, we're not starving ourselves. We're eating a lot of food. We're just eating a lot of protein and getting in all that protein during the day and making sure you also have uh, enough carbs and the it's right amount, strict, of, not uh, too much fat is difficult. 
for us. Well, because we like carbs and fat. Yeah. Like all I eat is bread and cheese normally and sugar. Right. So, and it, a lot of it also I explained on the, on the uh, green room show that like I needed to cut out sugar. Yeah. I mean, I don't, that's not a problem for me to cut it out, but I definitely miss it. I miss it a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to figure out how to have one square of chocolate. It's so sad. You can, yeah, I'm sure. Just to have like that little sweet. Cause mm-hmm. I just like a little sweet at the end of the day. I do too. I'm not crazy. Right. I mean, I am. <laughs> Someone tweeted something this week, which made me laugh when they were like, did Matchbox 20 really wrote a song that was like, I'm, I'm not, not crazy. crazy. I'm, I'm just, just a little, little unwell. Oh, oh, I unwell. unwell. I'm not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. Like, what does that even mean? And it's like, yeah, we just all accepted that. That's the 2000s, baby. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it made sense at the time. It still makes sense, does he? Uh, yes. Some, but sometimes I am full-blown crazy, but sometimes... I am just a little unwell. Yes. I don't even like Matchbox 20, but he made a point there. I don't either. And I still still don't know what that name means. I don't either. No one does. No. <laughs> don't tell us. I honestly think I looked it up one time and it was literally like, we put some names and we were just like, oh, I guess let's do that one. That's I was like, yeah, but how did the person who put it in get, get that thing? Like, that's always... The most irritating explanation is when it's like a totally random band name. There's no meaning behind it at all. I would not even start a band until I had a really cool name. (laughs) That would be the first fucking thing I do. When we came up with this time, I remember we were in a diner pitching different names. And we were like very unsatisfied. We spent a good two weeks trying to come up with the name Hollywood crime scene. If everyone's like, you fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it took you two weeks to come up with well, this. Well, cause fucking- you first you try to be really clever and yeah. then it's like, yeah, that's good. But it's like, eh, I don't want to look like we tried, you know? <laughs> <laughs> cause I well, don't like when people look like they're trying to be too clever well, and then you can't remember it. Like we were like thinking of some bad puns. We were like something with tinsel. We'll do something with tinsel town, tinsel tinseled uh trash or whatever yeah. like i mean i i don't even god i wish i could remember some of the i know we came up with some names that were definitely like that's very funny to us but we could never make that the name i of remember our podcast. one was something with like dial m for murder but i can't remember what our pun was oh yeah it was a it was a it was a t- it was a riff on dial m for murder but it was like it was bad. Yeah. It was really it bad. It was bad. Uh, anyways, we came up with the perfect one. That's all that matters. Right. And Matchbooks tw- <laughs> Matchbooks Box 20, please give us an explanation at the very least and admit that it sucks. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no one likes this name. You know what? There's probably a lot of Matchbook 20 stands listening right now and they're like, I like the name. I, I really would like to have a debate because I think you can like the band. You have to admit to yourself it's not the best name. Do you have any other band names besides Matchbox 20 yeah, that you think are uh, fucking stupid? I don't like that one. What's the guy, Adam something? Maroon 5? Yeah, I don't like that name either. It's five guys, right? Okay, but why Maroon? The worst color. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, yeah. not, not, not that I don't like the color, but I don't like that. That name is dated, maroon. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's, it sounds like 80s TWA lounge, right? Like sofas in the waiting room. No, or something. I, I fully agree. Like maroon. If you say maroon, 
that I'm going to think, think it's, that. it's car upholstery and like in a really old grandma's car right. or something like that. In her Oldsmobile. Yeah. I don't, I like, why is it maroon? Right. I get five. Are you marooned? That's different. <laughs> well, it could have been marooned know. five. Yeah. I don't get it. Also, it's like five. What is this? The fifties? We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is me because I'm not having sugar. I'm just like, <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. Like I've had what? these feelings before Twitter and I'm going to get my takes out about Matchbox 20 and Maroon 5. Let them all out. Let them all out. Let them all out, Des. Uh, yeah. Do you have a band name you, you don't like? I mean, I probably have way more. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. So many. Yeah. And there were so many. I have bands I like that I think the the name is stupid too. Like, Me too. Yeah. I mean, there's there's famously bands that I really like that either, I mean, have ridiculous names, either whether that's on purpose or, or right. not. I'm, I'm more, I don't mind if someone does something ridiculous. For me, it's more like a boring name. Yeah. I it's think, like crazy to me. I think the boring names... Or the ones that are like, they're not like, like it can be a weird band name, but it's not boring and it doesn't make sense. But if it's just like so basic, like I need to know, like, what is the meaning behind Maroon 5? What is um, the band with Pete Wentz? Oh, Panic at the Disco? No. Wait, Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy. I like that band name. that, That band name's good. I was thinking of the other one, Good Charlotte. That's What's a, that? I have no idea. What is a Good Charlotte? Uh, I forgot. I was thinking, I always get those two bands confused because it's like, I don't know why. Maybe they were popular at the same time. They were. Uh, Yeah, Good Charlotte, I don't know. And that could have a reference, but if it's a reference most people don't know, then it's bad. You need to (laughs) tell (laughs) us. I love that you're picking all these early. I think Good Charlotte would be a good name for an old girl band. Or something like that. Yeah. Because it would be like, maybe they're all bad schoolgirls. I don't know. That would work for me better. Or good Uh, Charlottes. Yeah. Something like that. Like, I like bands like that, like the Donnas. Right. Of course. That's a great band name. Or that's a perfect band name. Baruch Assault. That's a great band name. The Donnas is like a perfect girl band name. It really is. (laughs) Especially, Especially with the kind of music they do. They nailed it. It's like the best. I would be so happy in that moment if I came up with that band name. It's right. just so good to me. Uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know. It's like good band names. They're lightning in a bottle, yeah. and you can still be successful with a bad band name. So that's good, right? So <laughs> don't let that dissuade you. Don't you, let that dissuade you. If you can't, the music come up. is the most important. But you're going to have to answer for it. Right. At some so, point, you're going to have to answer I to... I think so. The, and just tell me. We were drunk and we thought it was funny. That's right. enough explanation for me. Right. But I do want an explanation. Yeah, absolutely. If your band name is Three Doors Down. <laughs> okay. See, now we're going into the 90s stuff. No, this is not 90s. <laughs> Wait, Three Doors I'm Down? I'm sticking with your... 2000s? I'm sticking with the 2000s. Wait, Three Doors Down wasn't in the late 90s too? No, it was like... The early, believe me, I know this because I'm thinking about all the worst music from when I was in high school. Okay, but I there's like Three Doors Down is a band I confuse with like five other bands. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, what's the band that sang Closing Time? Semi Sonic. Okay, so, there's like so many of those bands where I'm just like, I have no idea. <laughs> they have like the two hits. Someone, someone mentioned that song the other night, the other day in a tweet, and I almost like fainted. It was like that one, How to Save a Life. <laughs> Ugh. And you know what? Look, Desi, what's that band live? Uh, the, no. the Fray. The Fray, right, Look, right, right. I know that a lot of these bands are beloved to people, and you like them, and that's I fine. listen to them. I don't. I listened to How to Save a Life when I was drunk. What? 
because <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I when I will go through a phase where I'll listen to bad music because I want to remember of that course. period. I'm like, oh, what was that good Charlotte song or Hoobastank or whatever? Right, like, Hoobastank is another band. That's name. the worst band name. That's, <laughs> that's the worst, the band, worst name. band name. I don't care. And that's an example of a band name that it's crazy enough that you like normally I'd forgive it or whatever just because it's weird and it's not boring. It's just dumb. I can't, I don't get it. What no. does it mean? Hoobastank. That sounds like some white boy stoner something or other to me. Like a booyah? They were like, Hoobastank. Who spilled the bond? It's a Hoobastank. <laughs> Look, it could have a meaning that I completely don't know. Right. Also, it's like maybe I would be more forgiving if that band was really good. Yeah. But are they? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to insult our Hoobastank fan listeners. <laughs> we might have a few. You're just... you're. They like, might be nostalgia for You're them. giving me like bad traumatic flashbacks to when I was in high school and all these <laughs> bands were popular and it was like... Even then, as a 15-year-old, and look, was I a little shit when I was 15? Yes. But even then, I was like, this is the worst. I I am going through high school in the worst time for popular music. Do you remember the time I was really high, and then 15 minutes later, I was like, what's that Hoobastank song? <laughs> and then I posted the Dare video. <laughs> what, what was, what's the one I'm talking about? I, I don't know. It's their most famous song. Is it song. The Reason? Yeah, it's is that The, the Reason. Song? Yeah. Ugh. See, that's the thing I don't like about Hoobastank. To me, they sound like they're going to be like um, a third-rate sublime. No, they sound like they're going to be... But then a, they're they like... Sound, a, they, they sound like they're going to be a third-rate Primus. Yes. That's like something what they like sound that, like. Yeah. But then they put out a song called The Reason. And they try to get in on the Coldplay action. <laughs> <laughs> Or something like that type of thing. Like I, we're emotional. I will say though, I didn't listen to much modern rock in the early two thousands in high school. I mostly listened to rap music and hip hop music. There, that was an excellent era for rap music. Yes, like everything was produced by the Neptunes and Timbaland. Yeah, it was a very fun time. There was a lot of bangers, but the rock music that was out when I was in high school largely like the, the popular, popular rock, stuff yeah. was fucking pitiful. Yeah. Please, it is pitiful. Please don't at reply me about garage rock. I don't care. I'm talking about like the fucking, the Hoobastank shit. Yeah. I couldn't the top The billboard top 100 the pop kind of stuff. pop, pop I, rock. You know what? Not for me. It was not for me. No, me it, either. It was not for me. Uh, okay. But the, you know what? This I... is funny because this is a, this was the segment I proposed, not this specifically, but the segment I proposed that we replace what did you eat for the next two months is what is the last thing you listened to? You so the, proposed that? In my head, I did. Oh. <laughs> While I was trying to get my steps in last night. That's hilarious. So we could embarrass each other. What was the last... Pull up your Spotify. Oh, okay. What was the last thing, the music that you that you played? That's really funny. Yeah. Like, do you have that on hand? Should I pause? I might, but I don't know how to find it. I guess I could do a search. Um, yeah, I mean, mine's not that embarrassing. What'd you listen to? Our lips are sealed. Oh wow! Was that your? Was that a walking jam? Uh, I just get into a go-go's face <laughs> a while because I'm like they're so good. I really like Belinda Carlisle's 
album. Are we on recording still? Yeah. Oh God, shit. I didn't even know. I thought you turned off for a second. No. No, I go into a Go-Go's phase. Uh, I like listening to their songs and I forget how good they are. And then I don't listen to them for a while. And then I'm like, oh yeah, like I'll probably hear it somewhere like in the mall or something like that. Uh, So yeah. I also listened to Milkshake recently. Well, that's a classic. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like there was a lot of like rap and R&B from when I was in high school, that was excellent. I have like a very weird brain and things just pop into my head. I'm like, I have to listen to that like immediately. Oh yeah. Just out of nowhere. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. And like, look, I don't, there's not a whole lot of new music I listen to. And I'm not saying that to be cool. I'm saying that because I'm fucking lame and, (laughs) and, and and like, I'm so, I just don't feel as, I'm not as adventurous anymore. Like I am so out of the loop. It's more that I don't look for it. Do you know what I mean? It's hard. I feel so overwhelmed trying to find new music because there's so much, it's everything's so accessible. I did think that today because someone was tweeting about Olivia Rodrigo Mm. and I was like, I don't know one single one of her songs. And part of me was like, you know what? You're just not doing new music anymore. (laughs) We're at the age. You're not going to learn new things. You're done with music learning. (laughs) You have enough from what... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> From what's happened already, if something great comes along, like another call me, maybe you'll be into it. But you're done. Like you've had your you you're up to your limit. Like uh, no, I totally agree. It's like I was listening to Heavy D the other day. And I, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I was, and I was like, now this was fucking music. Like yeah, I'll get that. You know, it's like I be it's real old person hours, and I'm not even old, right? But it it feels like oh, I'm at the age where I'm like, this was when music was music, right? When the reality is, I just don't hear that much unless it's super popular, and that might not be the best stuff. And like, there there are some new things that I that I enjoy. I can't name anything off the top of my head, but no. <laughs> Dude, I heard <laughs> this is a, this is embarrassing, and I did almost play it. So luckily, it wasn't on my list. But I I went to like GNC. <laughs> first of all, first, first that's the punchline. That's the punchline. I went to GNC and they were playing Blurred Lines, and I was like, "This is a good song." Like despite all the controversies, like when you first heard that Dude. song, it was like, "This is a banger." Like. I, I was all about that song when it first and came out. And every time I hear it, I was like, I was like, obviously they ripped off Marvin Gaye. So of course it's a good song, but like, it's a good song. Yeah. Uh, if you can remember, if you can forget all the scandals and like problematic aspects of it and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. So I, I was like in GNC, I was like, where's my protein powder? <laughs> I was like, this song's so good. Like, I'm gonna, it's my secret guilty pleasure. <laughs> like, God, Robin Thicke, he fell off. He really was like poised to be the next John B. He flew too close to the sun. Yeah. And he burned. He burned. Because he was his ego. Was that what it was? I think so. He thought he got too big for his britches. It's like, you're Alan Thicke's son, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Your daddy. You had a big hit. Your Don't daddy's act a legend. Like you're a fucking, fucking David Bowie or something over here. Like he just got too big for his britches, I think. And people were like, and then this stuff happened with the song. Well, and then this stuff happened with his ex-wife, where he wrote that whole album trying to get her back, and she's like, no. Yeah. So I think it was just like, okay, he's not cool. He was trying to act like he was suave and cool, but then it's like, no, you're a dork. You know, I just think he was like, that was his fatal flaw. I thought he was really hot, but. But his personality is bad. I guess. And he is not truly hot. 
because he couldn't, he's not cool. You got to be truly cool to be hot. You know, I follow John B on Instagram and he's still like performing and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> he's still hot. See, because he's got it. He's like very, like I was watching this video that he posted to Instagram and I was like getting excited. He posted a video of himself like just jamming out in his little music room in his house, playing the piano and like singing his like slow jam anthems. And I was like, I'm getting really turned on right now. That's like how I feel about D'Angelo. No matter what he looks like, he's still hot as hell. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have to have the six pack abs. Yeah. And that, like he did in that video, but like he's hot no matter what. Yeah. Cause he's got that fucking vibe. <laughs> he's a well, hot and guy. he's also a very good musician too. He's a very good musician. He's a great singer, but he's hot yeah. uh, internally and he is just smooth and like doesn't care. I don't know. He's sexy. Yeah. Yeah, that video is hot. His too, late, his most recent album, I think it was his most recent album. It's the one that came out in like 2013 or whatever. It was really good. He's great because I love like old soul, and I feel like he is a throwback artist. Well, he was part of the whole neo soul movement. Yeah, in but the 90s. he has that. I just like that sound. Yeah, uh, and I feel like he's very true to the roots of it. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, he's great. So wow, yeah, look we've at gone us. Off. We, the, okay, I, I'm gonna write for Pitchfork now. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I know Here, what I'm talking here's about. Here's my credentials. I don't like new music, and I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna give them all five Pitchforks or whatever your rating system. Is. I don't. I don't. I'm not open to exploring any new music, and also I have very arbitrary, petty reasons <laughs> for hating stuff. Yeah. So deal with it. So deal with it. I mean, they might like that. I'd be like the cranky reviewer. For yeah. Them. No, I could be the I could be the cranky aging millennial reviewer. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, okay, okay, we'll we'll try and incorporate this kind of segment. I if it's good, if it's good, it's great. Okay, I think it's good. I think it's a good substitute for what you eat. It is. Okay. Okay. okay bye. bye.